Well, it's almost like the Kevin Bacon thing, right? Six degrees. Somebody knows Kevin Bacon. So I think it's significantly less. Six left. degrees of Brandon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Jason. Uh, so tell tell us your story. You uh, you look like you've been around the trades quite a while, too. So what, what's your background? I have. Um, so I was never really into school back in the day, and I was delivering pizza and when I was 19. And yeah. Uh, my friend was working at a rival company at that time and asked, said, Hey, we're looking for a, a shop guy just to run parts, count parts. I said, all right, that's how I started. And then turned 21. I was in my own truck. I'm now 43. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. 23. Well, it'd be delivering pizza. I bet. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. That bad doing that. yeah, that's pretty cool. So, Jason, what is it? I mean, if you look at kind of your career and things like that, what is one of the I mean, what, what is your passion for this? Why did you decide to go into plumbing? Um, I just really like helping people. Um, every job you go to, um, they have a problem and you're there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah and sometimes it's a, a little problem and sometimes it's a big one and they're freaking out. I'm sure. Yes. Everyone's yeah. happy. When yeah. I so okay, so I got to ask you now. How did how did you get introduced to Sea Town? What what was there? What was that connection? Um, I had worked with one of the managers here at a, another establishment, and um, we just ran into each other on a job site one day. And he said, "Hey, we're getting ready to start a drain department. I'd like you to be part of it." So, yeah. So you're you're the you're kind of one of the the main drain guys there at Sea Town, right? Yes. So what is it about drains? Why do you like to do drains so much? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> what I've done for my entire life yeah. at high school, you know, and I just, I'm good with, at what I do and yeah. enjoy doing it. That's awesome. And we'll get into all of that. There's actually a lot. I mean, we start thinking about, you know, in a house, guys, and, then, and Jason knows this better than I do, but, you know, you have to look at things as a system. You've got your... You know, you've got your sink drains and that goes into your drain system and that goes into your sewer, right? So it's a whole system you got to take care of. And, and a guy like Jason at Seatown will take a look at all of that. And where there's clogs, we'll get into some of the stuff he does and how he helps to do that. And I'm going to bring up, too, for you guys on the show to really start thinking about um, drain cleaning, not as an emergency, but as more of a regular maintenance, because a lot of us, we only think about when stuff is clogged, Jason's also going to talk about some of the things you can do so you don't clog your drains, which is uh, which actually puts, you know, less work for him. But I think those are good things to have as a consumer as well. So we'll get into that. All right. So um, we're in the we're in the rainy season here. So, uh, Claire, I want to ask you a little bit about now with the rains coming, what are some of the with fall and winter, what are some of the common problems you guys see over and over and over again um, at, you know, at Seatown that you have to go out and fix? Well, coming into the colder weather, for sure, it's more like freeze breaks and stuff. But as far as like the drains and the rain and stuff like that, that would definitely be more down Jason's aisle. Okay, well, then then we'll ask Jason. So what are, what are you seeing in, in, when it starts raining? Because you know, some days we get a lot of drizzle and things like that, but some days it comes down heavy in the Seattle area. So what are, what are some of the common issues you see with, with rain and backed up drains and things like that? So a lot of the older houses will have their downspout systems are going into the sewer lines. Um, once it starts raining, um, they might not know that they have a partial sewer plug until it starts raining. And then when it starts raining, 
it's going to start flooding the basements and the house out and stuff like that. So, so they have this plug. Like, how does a plug happen? What what causes a plug in a in a drain? Well, there could be multiple stuff going on. There could be tree roots in the line. Uh, you know, a lot of these older houses have clay pipes or <clears throat> concrete sewer pipes, and that stuff doesn't last forever. So it's yeah. deteriorating, catching thick paper that people use. Um, again, the tree roots, uh, pipe shifting, breaking, um, collapsing. So, what, so as far as clay and concrete, I know they're using different types of materials these days. But when when were clay and, and concrete put in? I mean, what time period? Before around seventy eight, seventy five, around there. So any house before that date is going to have a clay or concrete sewer line unless it has been re- uh, replaced already. Okay, so these are they're not super old, but somewhat older homes that have these these issues where the the clay or concrete will the roots and things can cause them to crack. And how do you so when you come in, how do you know if you have a cracked sewer line? What do you do? Do you do you take care of that, or is that another department? Oh yeah, so I would be the one that would find it with a. We put a camera down the sewer line. Okay. Um, kind of inspect it. Um, if it was clogged when we got there, we would unclog it with the with the cable. Okay. We always run a camera afterwards if it's the sewer line, just to inspect and see why it clogs. And at that point, we can see if there's any issues with the line, cracks, roots, breaks, um, just deterioration of the line. And that you can see then with the camera and that, then that triggers where, and then you show these, I, you must show the, the video then to the customer if there is a collapse line. Yes, exactly. So anytime I do a camera, I will always show the customer, have them next to me why I'm doing it. And yeah. also you always make a recording and it, uh, attach it to the invoice that we email the customer. Got it. Got it. And then you talked about a, you take a line down there. So what kind of line are you taking down there if it's not say a collapsed sewer line what kind of line are you taking down there to unclog it um usually it's a steel snake there's also um a machine called high um hydrogening which is high pressure water cleaning mm-hmm. um you can't always do that because it could cause a bigger issue or a bigger mess but basically it's a steel cable that's 90 feet long with a cutter blade on the end okay and is this now this is not the home depot kind you buy this is more of like a motorized no, type no, thing, no. Right? this thing weighs about 180 pounds and <laughs> You have to haul that thing around all the time. Yes, sir. That's right. <laughs> I got a crane in my van now to get in and out. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. You know, you know, it's funny. I have to mention one thing because I just I I'm on a septic. I just got my septic pumped because we had to do some inspections about septic tank size and stuff. We're doing an addition, but the guy came out and he said, "Okay, I'm going to charge you this much, but if you have baby wipes in there, we're going to charge you by the wipe." <laughs> so I have to ask you, like. Just so people know, other than the baby whites, what are things that you should not put down your drain? So as far as like your kitchen sink or garbage disposal, you want to stay away from any grease, obviously. Um, Starches, so any like rice, beans, noodles, potatoes, potato peels. Um, Also, people don't think, but coffee grounds and eggshells are heavy. So they'll just sit in the pipe and catch them. And then also any stringy stuff, celery, um, onion peel garlic peel, um, carrot peel, just stay okay. from all that stuff down Got there. Got it. Got it. And then, okay. Oh, Go ahead. As far as the sewer line, um, obviously no baby wipes. And if you have an older sewer line, you want to stay away from 
the thicker toilet papers that you get at the big box stores. Okay, got it. Well, that's good to know. I got a bunch more questions to ask you, Jason. Uh, Clay, we're going to be talking with you when we come back from the break uh, about some of the areas with, uh, you know, sump pumps and things like that, water heaters, things like that that you do uh, that you can help us and clue us in on it, and also burst pipes. So with that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. Having a great discussion here with uh, Clay Swanson, Jason Crooks, and uh, Justin Nelson. He'll be on a little bit in this segment, too. Um, Justin, I just want to make sure I get it right. Your official title at C-Town is what? I know it's in marketing, but what's your Uh, official? Marketing coordinator. Marketing coordinator. Okay. And what, so as a marketing coordinator, like what do you do there? Well, we don't have to do too much for my job because uh, a majority of our customers are return customers. So making sure our current customers are super happy, uh, that's our bread and butter. Okay. Uh, Kind of for marketing on my side, uh, you know, kind of telling the stories of our installs and techs and, you know, uh, you know, a customer might be wanting to repiping and, uh, kind of help communicate it's not a scary endeavor to get into you know something yeah. that we do in time and uh yeah just kind of taking the mystery out of some of our services got it so do, let me ask you that as far as do you do that through like uh content material and educate people that way or are you actually talking to the customers uh, i kind of do a majority of the uh, both but jenna i run our social media okay uh, run our kind of youtube so and brochures so uh, our sales folks and our techs will go out to customers' houses and explain things, and they'll come yeah. to be like, "Hey, it'd be really neat if we had a brochure to kind of quicker explain this, or kind of and you know, get them to feel more comfortable on something that we do all the time, like yeah, uh, rewiring on a house that might have aluminum wire, they're converting it to uh, copper, something like that. So, kind of just uh, you know helping out the whole process. Yeah, well, it's a big deal, and I know you're the driving force for Seatown behind you know uh, hanging out with us here at Home Matters, which is a you know, it's an education for people, which is a good thing. Yeah. That's what, that's why we do this. That's why I like to do it. Um, you know, I, I do this in honor. My dad has been passed away for many years, but you know, he taught me all the trades and it's a valuable thing to know. And it's a valuable thing to understand because we, if you have a home, you got all kinds of systems, you got plumbing, you got electrical, you got HVAC, you got everything. And, you know, just like cars, you have to do regular maintenance on them or a person's body. You can't just drive your your body into the ground and expect you to, you know, to have a healthy life. So these things are important. Um, that's, that's a good thing. Okay. Um, so before we get, uh, go any further, I'm going to talk to Clay now about some of the, the fall plumbing issues and freezing. Uh, but I want to give you guys right, uh, get a, a pad of paper and a pencil here. Cause I want you to, to give these guys a call, especially uh, guys, I can't stress this enough. If you, Jason, let me ask you this real quick. If so, we usually we talk about drain cleaning as an emergency thing, but I kind of think it shouldn't be. Uh, if they haven't had their drains looked at, and what's your like rule of thumb for X amount of time? Maybe you should come out and take a look at it. Um, it really depends on the age of the house. Like we said before, you know, anything before like 78, 75 should maybe have their sewer line inspected every couple of years. Okay. Um, just to make sure, you know, those concrete pipes only last about 60 years, and all these houses are starting to get up to that age right now. Right. So, but but I'm, I, you know, I always think about like, if I, I look at my bathtub and all the hair that goes down there, you know, just people, hair falls out. I mean, it's just what is it clogs or people, I, you know, I, I, you actually reminded me not to throw coffee grounds down my sink, which I 
have done and I still do. <laughs> so, I mean, is it is it a good rule of thumb? Like if you haven't like had your drains checked in like five or six years, probably is a good time to have them checked out. Yeah, that's fine. We can come out there, you know, um, take a look at them, see if they're draining slowly. Um, okay. you no, know, there's we can cable any drain. We have all different size cables. Okay. There's also preventative maintenance as far as like an enzyme treatment you can put down the drains. That's a once a month treatment you put down and that just helps maintain the drains. Yeah. Um, it's safe for the environment. It's safe for the pipes. It's not like a drain opener that it's just an acid base where it's going to eat your pipes away. Um, an enzyme will help feed off everything that goes down. Yeah. Keep everything moving. And do you guys, um, so, uh, and maybe Justin, you can answer this. So I was going to ask you, you have like this, uh, seat down partner plan right and it's it's so is that something like what jason just talked about with the the enzymes and things as regular maintenance is that included in the spp or is that something they recommend and then you get it on your own yeah it's something uh, we recommend so you can be a part of our uh, spp or seat down partner plan and it's a really good plan because you know yearly go out there and do a health check you know just Pete, like you've said this on multiple podcasts here, shows that, you know, a house is like a human body. You're checking the heart and everything else. You know, it might look good one year. It might have, you know, then you get experts like Clay or uh, some other folks out there really checking, you know, how your house is doing. What's the pipes looking like? Uh, do you have galvanized? Maybe they have a few more years until you need to repipe. So, uh, you know, all our services from plumbing, HVAC, down electrical, you know, we really go there, check out stuff. Uh, especially for uh, HVAC, like right now we're doing like furnace maintenance is a big thing. We got uh, people like uh, Michael Perez that go there, all our HVAC service guys where uh, they're really checking the health. So, you know, when it's maybe a 30 degree day, it doesn't just, you know, uh, ends up dying on you and you got a couple of kids in the house and you have to wear extra coats and yeah, you were booked out a, a half a day and it can't get out there in time. But yeah, SPP uh, plan we have is just, it's wonderful. It's honestly, uh, a good thing to have because it's a reminder and, you know, some people uh, might not do their furnace filters all the time. And it's really good. Just time stamps that have us come out, yeah. check out and just kind of quickly do some stuff like that. Well, it's kind of a no brainer. You don't think about it. Then you guys just call and you show up and take care of stuff, which is yeah. great. You know, that's, that's nice for people. All right, Clay, I want to ask you, so uh, let's start because we have fallen winter coming and we all know that it gets cold up there in Seattle can. We have snow and it gets sub freezing. Uh, I remember years where it's gotten down to zero for over a week at a time. So let's talk about first about frozen and burst pipes. Like what can people look for there or what do you guys look for? Like on the Seatown protection plan? Uh, our biggest thing um, when we go out to the house, if we're dealing with the frozen weather and stuff like that, is just keeping an eye, double checking hose bibs, your outside um Water connections a yeah. lot tend to leave their hoses hooked up. Um, that's never a good thing. And why why is that a why is that a problem? Maybe it, you can it traps it. water in the line. A lot of your hose bibs now are frost free versions. So if there's no hose connected to it and you shut them off, they actually shut off back inside the wall, which allows the water that's in the body of those things to drain out. If they've got nowhere to go with that water, it traps it. Water in the line freezes freezes up inside then you end up with a freeze break so it's almost like an ice dam right and then it just pretty much back, yeah backing up yeah. and causes pressure which pressure causes bursting right, right. most people well, tend to not find that out until summertime when they go to yeah, <laughs> there's a big leak <laughs> right right yeah exactly well talk about so a little bit because i know you know back in the day you know in older homes they didn't have this you mentioned just in passing frost uh uh the spigots that are frost proof can you talk about what kind of spigots those are 
well, they come in different sizes. Um, typically, they're put inside a wall, like an interior wall, so they stay inside of a warm space. Um, doesn't always work out. Sometimes they're in a garage or something. So the spigot like goes back in the wall, what, 12, 20? Correct. Six. We got four, six, eight, 12, okay. 14, I think is about okay. the longest one. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that section is inside the, the the warm space of the home. So when okay. you shut it off, there's a stem in there that actually shuts off at that distance back inside the wall. So what it does, it actually stops that water, what we would hope to be inside of a warm space. Got it. And then, so if I'm a homeowner and maybe I, you know, like Jason was talking about some of the older homes back in the, that are built in the sixties and seventies, how do I know whether I've got the older type of spigot or the frost proof? Um, the frost proofs are typically going to be on homes that are done with copper. Um, doesn't always, it's not always the case, but mostly okay. copper, any of your new piping, your pecs or anything like that. Um, if you have galvanized water lines in your home, chances are you have just kind of a version of a boiler drain type of a thing where it's okay. like right there. I mean, you shut it off, it's going to shut off right at the fixture itself. Yeah. So basically, and is that something you can come in and install the pro- the frost proof ones? Absolutely. Uh, take care of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And we can put those, we can put those in any system that you have, even if you have galvanized and you're not ready to get rid of the galvanized in your pipe, we can yeah. add it to that. Yeah. Just a little more work. Well, so since we're on the, the subject of galvanized before we end this segment, there are a lot of people who still have galvanized. A few people have the polybutylene, but galvanized is really common, older. So how do I mean, what are the telltale signs that maybe I have a galvanized where I need to do a repipe? Right. Uh, you're going to look for spots on the pipe itself, um, any rust spots like that, uh, anything where like the, the actual connections to 90s, T's, anything like that, where it's starting to show signs of wear. That's mm-hmm. usually your telltale signs on your galvanized stuff. Okay. And that's because my understanding, galvanized actually corrodes from the inside out, correct? Inside out, correct. Yeah. yeah. So you can't really see it until you get to the outside. Then you know yeah, it's most, you got a real most people are pretty surprised when they see the inside of the pipes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay. We go back. I'm going to ask you another couple questions about that. Uh, we're going to get back into some more of the drain cleaning as well uh, in our next segment. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. All right, we're back. This is Pete with All Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle, all around the Puget Sound. And uh, from what I hear over the years, a lot of people around the United States listen to this podcast, which is kind of interesting. You know, it's funny how powerful podcasts are. Guys, If you, here's the thing. We've had some really good shows with Seatown uh, Electric Plumbing, Heating, and Air. If you want to go to MyNorthwest.com forward slash home matters, we've had other fellas on the show. We've talked about how to repair sewer lines. We've talked about HVAC. You know, you heard Justin, this is a big time year two in the fall. Uh, really think about uh, getting your furnace, your HVAC furnace looked at, uh, whether you got a natural gas or whatever you have, propane run. Because those things do need maintenance, you know. Um, I know a lot of us have trouble even changing our filters, which we should. <laughs> but again, like Justin said, it's the human body. So what I want to give you, their phone number, what you want to do is call them at 360, and then it's C-Town, S-E-A-T-O-W-N, 360-C-Town. Um, or you can go to ctownservices.com. And uh, they have their phone number up there. And Justin, is there a, is there, cause I, I didn't look today, but is there a place, Justin, where they can like chat with you guys online or, or set an appointment online? 
Yeah. If you go to our website and just to the bottom, right, we have a little chat window. Uh, if it's after hours, or if we're having an emergency, say a uh, plumbing leak or something like that, uh, it'll be routed to us, a kind of an emergency situation. Okay. So someone will, will yeah. call you back then if it's yeah. after hours. Yeah, just okay. uh, ctownservices.com. Okay. Ctownservices.com. Great. Okay. So 360 Ctown or ctownservices.com. Guys, here's the thing, you know, just like all of our other sponsors, you know, we have the best companies, I believe, you know, in the sale market area uh, that are on home matters. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, I'll just be really honest with you. I don't like to work with select companies. If you want, if you want to go up to seatdownservices.com, you can look, they have a lot of great customer reviews. These guys really do a good job with, you know, just the human part of it too. the, uh, you know, we had a great show with Brandon, who's the owner. Last time he talked about all of the family values and how, you know, it's a family owned operation and how they all work together. And I can tell just, you know, by talking to you guys, too, you have passion, you have fun for your job. You know, it's 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 more than just, hey, I have to show up to work. Right. It's like I get to do this. Right. It's kind of a fun thing. You know, it's a vocation. That's really cool. Um, OK, uh, Clay, I want to ask you one more thing. So just because so people understand, because we do get a little geeky on the show sometime, but galvanized pipe, my understanding, it's, it's basically, it's a, a zinc coating with iron. Is that correct? So, and we talked about how it fails from the inside out. So what is actually causing the failing of a galvanized pipe? What were the materials? Uh, As far as I know, it's just a a water and steel just don't mix. Um, No matter how you slice it, it's kind of the way it is. I can't get too scientific because I won't sound smart if I do. (laughs) But yeah, just okay. Enjoy the party. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. The only thing I I can add to that really is guys is the the zinc. The only thing I know about it is just over, over the years, the zinc coating kind of wears off and fails. And now you're dealing directly with iron. When you put water and iron, like Clay said, that causes a real rust issue. Um, if you guys know, if you have any iron pipe laying around your property, just go outside and look at it. It's all rusted, right? So that's a that's kind of the bad deal. So, okay. Um, so now, uh, Clay, I want to ask you a little bit too about uh, water heaters. Because that's, a, you know, other than furnaces, it seems like the fall is a good time because, you know, a lot of people, what will happen is, They'll wait and they'll jump in the shower and all of a sudden the water turns cold and they freak out and then they call you guys. So to prevent that from happening, which is if you've ever had a, a cold shower, that's a very unpleasant experience in the winter time. So what what are things you look for uh, from a water heater standpoint? Uh, mostly just kind of the, the shape of the piping and stuff coming in and out of it. Um, okay. Really hard to tell if a water heater is going bad other than when it just stops working um just making sure that the water lines going in and out are in good shape you know there's no again no no signs of water no signs of pitting or anything like that um usually you'll find out when it starts to pick because it'll start to spray water yeah Uh, the water heaters like themselves are really hard to kind of determine when they go bad um usually the average life of a water heater around six to ten years most of your water heaters carry a six-year warranty um, once you get past that point there, then it's kind of, you're, you're on borrowed time, really. Yeah. It's just, is, it's hard to tell. Is there anything, so in the cooler, cause you know, m- most of our water heaters are sitting outside the garage or they're in some kind of an outside closet. So they're exposed to colder temperatures. Is there anything you can do 
as far as insulation of the water heater, insulation of the lines? Yeah, so they have a pipe insulation that you can throw on the lines that go from, you know, in and out of the tank. Uh, they have jackets um, for that you can wrap around the water heater, which is basically just an insulation blanket. Um, and that helps protect them too. Okay. They do tend to take up a little bit more room. So some of your places where water heaters are, it's a little tight. So you can't always get that in there. Just trying to keep the space as warm as you possibly can. Okay. But you can buy a jacket for the water heater too and for have that, that insulated as yeah, well. For sure. Okay. And is that, is that, are those things that you install at C-Town? You guys do those things? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we can. And then how about now, as far as homeowners, I've always heard that you should, you know, they have the drain at the bottom. No one ever does this, but I want to bring this up. So what is the frequency of like draining for the bib? Because all that, it seems to me like, I, in fact, I did this. I was stupid. This was years ago before I learned my lesson. I let that thing go and I never drained it and then it rusted. So can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, draining a water heater uh, for me is a matter of opinion. Um, it's been okay. my experience that if you start to drain them, you're stirring up the stuff that does end up on the bottom of those tanks. So the sediment? sediment okay. on the bottom correct and it can tend to get into your fixtures into your aerators and stuff on your faucets and stuff like that i'm a firm believer that a lot of times it causes more problems than it solves so don't do it then well it, well no you can be yeah, honest if you it, think it depends don't do it. I, that's cool i mean you could ask 10 other plumbers and they're all going to probably have a differing opinion than mine um I, well, I have one right next to you. So, Jason, what's your opinion? <laughs> I'm not a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to stick on the drain cleaning thing. Huh? That's your that's your safe out. <laughs> okay, very cool. All right, that sounds good. Um, and then, Clay, I want to ask one more thing, too. On uh, So, we talked about water heaters. Some people, because there's a lot of homes with basements and a lot of homes, you know, that have – well, most homes have crawl spaces or basements. So, and we do have wet areas, and I know when I lived in Whidbey Island, I my house, I had a sump pump in the crawl space, and mm-hmm. it failed, and I did not find that out till next spring when I started smelling this really bad must, musty odor coming up through the floorboard. So um, do you guys come out and check sump pumps, and do you install them if someone needs them, and when would someone need a sump pump? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Start to finish, we can install them. We can inspect existing ones like that. Um, if you don't have one and do need one, um, we're just going to kind of basically give an overall inspection, see if the area that you're wanting one is getting wet, hopefully where the water's coming from so we can kind of channel it into just yeah. get that water out of there as much as fast as we can. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, I, it seems sounds to me like I mean because here's the thing no one ever goes up in their attic or no one ever goes down in their crawl space and I used to have a construction company up there too and I can't tell you how many times I jumped down in there you know and there's rats and all this kind of stuff people just don't like to go into their crawl spaces so is that something as far as part of the the Sea Town Protection Plan where you guys will come in and, and climb in the crawl spaces and look in the attics and check things out yeah just checking on the overall kind of health of your system. Um, we'll yeah. get them in the crawl spaces. We'll take a look. Um, it's usually anything that, uh, that we can see without removing any kind of drywall cabinets, anything like that. Um, anything that can visually be inspected is pretty much what's covered under the SPP. Okay. Have you, um, so have you seen, uh, quite a few cases of burst pipes and things like that from lack of insulation? Yeah. Yeah. We see them every year. Um, usually after, well, last year was a pretty bad year cause it got abnormally cold around here. Yeah. Um, yeah. but again, Typically, a lot of times we don't see those until springtime when people start hooking their hoses and stuff back up. 
And then things burst. And then things well <laughs> already burst. The nice thing is, is with with the the the, the frost free hose bib version, you usually again once the hose is hooked up, yeah, you don't find out until you turn it on, and then that water ends up in the body of that valve, usually down the wall somewhere on your side. Okay, got it. Yep. And how do you? I mean, so if it's down the wall or in the inside of the wall, is it just wet enough where you can see the walls wet, or how do uh, you? If you turn the water on, and it's a significant enough of a of a freeze break, it you're going to know pretty quick. You usually get kind of a, a unintentional water feature, I guess, coming out of there between yeah. the siding and the wall or inside the home on the drywall or carpet, stuff like that. All right. So Clay, we talked about the sump pumps and now um, one of the last things, as far as, you know, fall area, and this happens a lot because of the rains, you, you know, you get these backups um, and have you, I mean, do you get very often where people call you and they say, you know, I have a really bad foul odor in my house and I'm not sure what that is. Can you talk about, okay. So can you talk about that and like what causes that and how do you guys fix that? Uh, It can be a lot of things. It could be, you know, your sewers backing up or slowly starting to back up. Smells are a tough one too, because you get kind of, I call them phantom smells or ghost smells where you you just can't track them down. Um, a lot of times when that happens, um, it ends up being just a dry trap somewhere. Uh, somebody has a basement bathroom or something like that that they don't ever use. Um, actually just had a recent issue here a couple of weeks ago where uh, a lady had that same exact scenario where she had a basement bathroom. She never used it. It's been about a year since she ran water in the shower. Okay. So what you, maybe you can explain to people what a dry trap is, because that's important. They know that um, any any fixture that has a P trap on it, sinks, um, toilets, again, yeah. showers, tubs, stuff like that. If they all have a trap on them, which keeps the sewer gases from coming back in to the home, that trap fills up with water. If that water dissipates in some way or another, whether it's a leak or just evaporates out of there that sewer gas is allowed to come back into the house, which usually gives you that musty smell. Yeah. So the water actually is kind of the barrier Absolutely. for that smell to come yeah. back in yeah. from the vent pipe. Got yeah. it. Jason, before we go, one thing I want to ask you, since you're the experts on drains, they used to have S traps and they don't use them anymore. They actually, I think they're code illegal, yeah. but uh, why S traps? Why did they go away and they went to P traps? Do you know? I do not know. Okay. Maybe it was the extra P in the S trap or something. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> that caused the failure, but I know they don't use them anymore. And old, do you ever see those in older homes? Uh, no, not really. I mean, not really. Okay. Once or twice. Okay. So very rarely. Okay. Well, that's good that they're gone. Now this is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. All right. We're back. This is Pete with All Matters, Car Radio 97, 3 FM. We're having a great discussion with Justin Nelson, Clay Swanson, and Jason Crooks of Seatown Electric Plumbing, Heating, and Air. And I challenge you guys to say that three times fast. <laughs> if you can't, that's, that's, a, that's a mouthful. But that's good. I always call them Seatown. You know, guys, here's the thing. If you have anything, they cover a lot of things around your home. And I love the fact that they have their Seatown protection plan because it just makes it simple. And, you know, like Justin and I were talking about, you know, there's things that just like with cars or even your own body, you got to maintain things. Because if you don't, even like I was talking to Jason, if you don't think about drain cleaning as kind of a preventative thing, not that you have to do it every year, but you know, you're Jason, I talking about maybe once every five years or depending on the age of your home, 
it's going to become an emergency thing. And I don't know if you guys have ever had emergency where your HVAC went out, your furnace went out, your water heater went out, you had a clogged drain. Um, Jason, I, I bet is because I have asked, I think we talked about this before. Isn't like Thanksgiving, your busiest day of the year or somewhere around there. Yep, the day <laughs> after Thanksgiving is usually the busiest day for drain cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't want to be put in line, it'd be better if you just had stuff checked out now in the fall and get ready for all that, get on the SPP. Cause they'll come out. They'll crawl on your crawl space. They'll go up in your attic. They'll look at your HVAC. They'll do the maintenance on your furnace. They'll check your water heater out. They'll do all these kinds of things, drain clean. And you just have things working as they should, just like your car works, you know? So I recommend that. So give them a call at 360-C-TOWN, S-E-A-T-O-W-N. Or if you want to go online at ctownservices.com, you know, on your phone or computer. And like Justin said, they do have a little chat bubble down there. So if you're a little shy or you don't want to talk to somebody right away, just go and chat with them. And uh, they'll kind of get you pointed in the right direction. Um, to get a lot of these things fixed before they become emergencies because no one likes to have a cold shower. No one likes to have a cold house. Um, it's better to take care of this stuff now. Um, okay. One last thing uh, I want to talk clay about water heaters. So, uh, you know, kind of, we were talking off air about kind of the maintenance. Are there any maintenance issues or is it more just like a replace and you and I were kind of discussing this. I don't, just like heat pumps. I love heat pumps. I'm a big believer, if you can, to put in a tankless. So do you maintain water heaters? And uh, if so, what do you do? And then could you speak about tankless too as well? Yeah, so uh, flushing a tank, again, is always an option. Um, not always my favorite option. Usually a tank, if it's not broke, um, I typically don't recommend fixing it unless it's beyond its warranty stage. Um, after it's warranty, you're just kind of, you're just throwing money. You know. And warranties are typically like what, five years? At six to 10 years. Six uh, to 10. Some okay. of them carry a little bit longer um, than six years, but most of them are six years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, what kind of tank, water tanks, water heater tanks do you put in? What, what brands do you uh, recommend? We put in a handful of brands. Uh, Bradford White is our kind of our big brand. Um, we yeah. do Ream, American, uh, American Standard, A.O. Smith. Um, okay. But Bradford White is our kind of our go-to. And why do you, why do you have different brands you put in instead uh, of just one? Cost, honestly, it's a lot. Okay. Of it depends on cost. Some of them are a little bit cheaper than others. Um, okay. I prefer to go with the ones that have the best customer support, um, the ones that cover their warranty. Okay. The way they should. So, in your opinion, like, what from a customer support standpoint, what is a better one that that you um, think? I again, Bradford White. Um, that's Bradford White. Yeah, okay. I prefer my Bradford White. Um, as far as a standard tank goes, um, tankless water heaters. Again, you've got Ream, um, Navian, uh, Renai is the other one. Those are yeah. kind of your big three. Uh, What's I, a good time to go tankless? I mean, I, I really like those. What when can when should you do that? A lot of it is just location. Um, I, if you've got the place to put it and everything just works out, then I would say, you know, tankless is a great option to go with. Um, no. A lot of homes around Seattle and stuff already have natural gas. So most of the time you're pretty much set up, ready to go for them. It's just a matter of finding a place to that it's going to fit, work, so you yeah. can venting and everything out. And Yeah. Okay. And I, I want to ask you, actually, this is for me, but I know this is for a lot of other people. So I have a little bit of a larger home. And I have my water heater out in the garage, and I have the master bedroom is way on the other side of the house. Yep. And it takes a while for that darn water to heat up. So yep. how how would you solve that at Seatown? 
uh, recirculation system of some sort. Uh, in some and what is that? What what should I get? It's basically just a dedicated line that tees off of the hot water system at the furthest point or as far away as you can get it. Okay. It comes all the way back to the tank. Um, there's a pump in the system that slowly moves that water through basically the loop now. Okay. It keeps your hot water going through that whole system. So you've got hot water at those fixtures are really close usually. And it's almost like Insta-Hot then, right? Almost like Insta-Hot. A lot okay. of people think that it's instant. Um, I, I despise when they use instant hot water as a kind of a source to go to because it's not. It's just a lot faster. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Good to know. So I will. Uh, I got to keep that in mind to get that solved in my house. All right. Um, Jason, I want to ask you one last thing. You talk, just so people know about this. So you mentioned earlier on the show for like to keep the stink out or to help with preventing drain clogs like an enzyme like what what's an enzyme that's a natural enzyme that they should be purchasing um as far as what we sell is a a, a brand called bioclean okay um it's just like i said a treatment that you put down in all your drains once a month and you just let it sit overnight and okay Basically, the enzyme starts multiplying and feeds off all the sludge and grease. and So it just eats through it naturally? Yep. Oh, okay. It helps maintain the drain. It's not a drain opener. It's a drain okay. maintainer. Can it eat through grease and hair or what? What will it eat and what won't it eat? It's not going to eat hair. Okay. But typically, the sludge or the grease is what's holding the hair in there. Okay. It'll help keep it moving. And that kind of loosens it up and maybe that will... Let the hair go down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> to the, exactly. to the, and yeah. the hardest thing about the enzyme is just remembering to put it in every, every month. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Justin, I have a quick question for you. Um, so this bioenzyme, what was it called, Jason? Again, bio, the, the bioclean. Bioclean. Justin, is that something they can get on like a monthly program with you or, or some kind of frequency where they can just get a ship to the house? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we do. Uh, you can get filter HVAC filters from us that as well. Yeah. Okay. So how how would they do that? Do they just go on your website and order it, or do they have to call you, or what should they do yeah, there? Yeah, we have a full uh, staffed call center just downstairs in our little office. Okay. Here. So uh, if they just call the 360 C-Town and say, hey, I just want to get on the filter program and the bio yeah. clean program, they can get you set up? Is that? Yep, sure thing. Uh, you talk to anybody yeah. like Ashley, Brenda, Christina, just a bunch of great folks down there just yeah. really – uh, we really pride ourselves in the call center. Uh, Ryan has really put a lot of good training. Yeah, he's a good guy. I liked him. He was on the show a couple of shows ago. Yeah, he's so. trained a lot of great folks on there, and it's uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's very cool, and I, I agree with you, Jason. Totally, it's it's about you know remembering to do it. So if this stuff shows up automatically in my house, it would remind me. Oh, I got to pour that down my drain. Yeah. So. That's important. All right. We've only got a couple more minutes left. And I said before we'd leave the show, Clay, I know that, you know, like me, you're a huge believer in trades and maybe as a different pathway. And you talked about off air about going into high schools. Can you talk about that a little bit and what you do there at Seatown to help some of the younger folks understand that it's a great career to have a trade? Yeah, we're kind of digging our heels into the trade shows and stuff like that, that the, or the, I guess, just trade events that the schools are having now okay. uh, did uh, Arlington high school last year. Nice. A great way for us to kind of get out and get some of these kids thinking about their options. Um, 
Some believe that if they don't go to college, that they really don't have a path that they can go down. We want to assure them that they do. You know, you can learn yeah. you can learn a trade that's going to you know, give you a good, comfortable living. You get paid while you're learning that trade. Yes. So you're not racking up a bunch of student debt or anything like that. So yeah, you know, yeah I think the, you know, so. I checked last. I think the average uh, student debt load is like forty four k. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's a hard one to get out from under. It yeah, it is. Well, especially if you get a, a, a degree that you get out of college and then you only make 15 bucks an hour. It's, it's right, a tough right. one. So, yeah. Well, we, uh, as always, guys, it was a lot of fun. We're out of time. Clay, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate yeah, it, man. I really Jason, appreciate it. awesome. Wealth of knowledge. Thank you. Thank you. Justin, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thanks yeah, I really appreciate you've done this well. Our sixth one, yeah. and, uh, we couldn't be any more happier. Anybody else think about getting on Pete's show? I highly recommend it. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. Check these guys out, 360 C-Town, or go to ctownservices.com. You can chat with them or call them. They're very friendly people. They will take care of all your needs, you know, mechanical, plumbing, electrical. With that on Pete, this is All Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM.